And basically how I describe it to people who have never had a CRM is it's a virtual assistant that you don't have to pay. You're listening to Take It Personally, a podcast about the personal side of business and the art of standing out. When I think back on my first years of business ownership, it is a sea of Excel spreadsheets and paper contracts and taking checks by mail. And it worked for a while. But as someone who isn't particularly organized, I soon realized it was a bit risky to be hodgepodging everything together. I needed something that organized my clients in a way that made it easy for me to keep track of them and their projects and ideally save me some time. Dubsado has been my right-hand software ever since. Dubsado was my assistant before I could afford to hire an assistant, and even 10 years later, as my team has grown, it continues to keep us organized and sane. It allows me to send and accept digital contracts, no printing or scanning, it's all done online, send invoices and receive payments faster than when I was receiving them by mail, and it integrates with so many other platforms that I use, like Google Calendar, so I never miss an appointment. One of my favorite Dubsado features is payment plans. This allows me to organize my monthly revenue so I have more consistent months of income, as opposed to some months that were super high and some months that were super low. Now I can spread out the payments, making it easier on my clients who receive automated reminders, and it's far more predictable for my monthly budgeting. I can also set up workflows to help clients prep for their sessions without me having to remember to send weekly emails. Honestly, when people ask me the one business tool I can't live without, it's Dubsado. If you're ready to up-level the back end of your business and make your life a whole lot easier, you can head to dubsado.com and get 20% off your first month or year with the code MADDIEPASHONGPHOTO, all one word. That's 20% off your first month or year with the code MADDIEPASHONGPHOTO. Holly, thank you so much for joining me today on Take It Personally. I'm so thrilled you're here. Ah, Thank you for having me, Maddie. I'm so excited. Yes. So can you go ahead and introduce yourself, please? Hey guys, I'm Coley James. I am a family filmmaker turned Dubsado and systems guru. I'm based right outside of Boulder, Colorado. Um, I mean, personal stuff, because I always want to know the personal stuff. I've been married for 21 years and I have an almost 12 year old who rocks my world like every single day. I love it. And you guys, I, my favorite part about watching you as like a mother on social media is your love for Disney and how you and your daughter are like constantly at Disney. Like I want to be your daughter every (laughs) single month. (laughs) Although I will say when you saw those pictures last week, we actually went with friends. So for the first part of that trip, I was with Kate of Dear uh, Kate Brand Strategy. And then for the second half, I was with Octavia of Octavia Lease Designs. And I will say going to Disney with friends is totally different. My feet still hurt and I've been home for six days. Oh my God. It was a lot. <laughs> the last time I did Disney, it was Disneyland. Cause you, this was Disneyland, Land, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. We have passes. So, okay. Got it. So the last time I did Disneyland was also with girlfriends. It was like a bunch of like 24 year old women <laughs> and we hustled. Like I have never, my whole body was sore for like a week after. Oh my gosh. I understand that completely right now. Oh my gosh. I love it. Well, I'm so excited you're here today. I'm so excited to talk with you about um, automations and systems and 
all of these things that you do such a good job on social media talking about. I've learned so much from you and I felt like I kind of knew what I was doing and I am consistently learning from you. So <laughs> really excited about this. That's so nice to hear, Maddie. Yes, absolutely. Well, I was telling you when, so when we were together at the reset conference, you like changed my life because of the video you did about the favicon for the Dubsado scheduler, which probably sounds very in the weeds, but it changed my <laughs> life. <laughs> I'm so right. happy. So, um, let's get started with talking about like the beginning of your business, because I think when we start talking about things like automations, it can get really overwhelming really quickly. And I'm always curious to know how people got started with automations. Like, have you always been an automations gal? Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, I say this on almost every single podcast that I'm on, but guys, before I was a photographer, I was a professor and I taught math and statistics. So I am very analytical by nature. I also, I don't like doing puzzles, but I like figuring stuff out. And so a majority of the time when I'm working with either my one-on-one -on -one clients or with students in my course, I feel like when you come to me with a problem, it's like a puzzle that I can solve. I try to figure out the most efficient way to get whatever it is that you're asking me about done in a CRM. But if we go all the way back to the beginning, 2012 was when I started my photography business. And I mean, I'm sure CRMs existed then, but I didn't know about them. So I was doing everything by hand. I was sending, you know, emails and Gmail. I was invoicing people in PayPal. I was sending contracts in something called mock forms, which I'm not even sure if they exist anymore. But like I was doing all of these things separate, all these things that I tell people now never do. And then I think about two or three years in, um, I discovered saving emails as templates in Gmail, <laughs> you know, saving them as drafts. And I mean, girl, I thought I was just, I thought I was the best when I discovered <laughs> that. And then I think it was another one year when I finally learned about CRMs and I started on 17 hats like a lot of people did. And so when I, you know, first got into 17 hats, oh, it was like Christmas every day. I was like, you mean I don't have to send this email manually and these people can sign a contract and pay me and do all of this at the same time? It was like magic girl. And then, you know, I slowly but surely started to see the holes in the CRM that I had. So I did a couple of hops before I got to Dipsado. But the main point of all this is to tell you, I didn't come into the industry when CRMs were really popular. But once I figured out what a CRM was, I never looked back. So talk about that a little bit, because we've talked on the podcast before about CRMs, but um, I feel like anytime I have that conversation, there's at least a few people who are like, what are you even talking about? So, okay. so CRM. a CRM is a client relationship manager. And basically how I describe it to people who have never had a CRM is it's a virtual assistant that you don't have to pay. <laughs> like it runs the back end of your business for you. Almost everything that you are sending to a client or, you know, your booking process in general, all of that can be automated or at least templated with a CRM. But basically it manages your communication and your onboarding process with your clients. You know, you could pay a virtual assistant to do it or you could get a CRM and set it up and never have to think about it again. So I think in my experience, when I start talking about automations, the first thing that people say that kind of freaks them out is like, I am nervous about automations because I don't want to take my personality. I don't want to take the personal touch out. What do you say to those people? I say, have you guys met me? 
almost every single email that I send in my business is automated, at least for the photography side, almost every single email. And my clients still respond to the emails because they think that I sent it personally to them. And how you can make sure that you are doing those things is, I know we've all heard this before, but you need to write like you talk. Like I don't exactly cuss at my clients, but I mean like the things that you guys hear me say on Instagram about my daughter or about TV shows that I'm watching or my love of Disneyland, I put those things in my automated emails so that my clients know that I personally wrote them. I am also a big lover of gifts right now, guys. And that's G-I-F-S, guys. Because every time I say it, everybody's like, are you saying gifts? I'm like, no, I'm saying gifts, like on the internet. So I do a couple of things. I put gifts in my emails for TV shows and personalities that I love. And I also make my own gifts. It is so easy, guys. You just record a couple seconds of yourself. You throw it on a website or on Vimeo if you have it. And it will give you a gift to put in your emails. So the popular ones that I do of myself are like clapping, blowing kisses, giving a thumbs up, basically anything that you would do with a person in person, you can make a gift out of it, put it in an email, instant personality in your emails. I love that idea. I do that with like pop culture stuff, but I Mm -hmm. haven't really made my own. And that is such a great way to just add a little bit more personality. Oh, Maddie, you will. June 1st, you will. (laughs) doing a VIP day and Chloe is going to like just up level my Dumpsado. I'm yes, excited. and it's going to be filled with gifts of yourself. 100%. Okay. So I know the answer to this, but I want to give you the space to talk about it. If you had to choose one automation tool, what would it be? Oh, it would be Dumpsado without of a doubt. Of course it would. <laughs> but I mean, you know, let's, let's take a step back though, because I feel like the other tools that I use don't get enough love. Now, today we're talking about CRMs and automations and CRMs, but I feel like sometimes I don't give pick time enough love. So in case anybody listening is a photographer, I do want to emphasize that Dubsado is the automation tool that I use to communicate and onboard my clients. But pick time is the automation tool that I use to deliver my images and sell products they are equally important in my business. Um, So, you know, don't just think that, you know, oh, Coley uses Dubsado for everything. I don't. There are many more tools in my tech stack. But if I had to pick one, it would definitely be Dubsado because that's the one that gets me the clients. That's the one that get my leads to the finish line in terms of signing my contract and paying me money, which honestly is the biggest step, you know, to client relations. You have to get them over that line. Otherwise, they're just perpetually in your lead status, you know, with like no, with nowhere to go. You've said before that like by the time you send a proposal to someone, it should basically be a sure thing that they're Mm -hmm. booking you, right? How can we make that happen? Like, what does that look like? So for me, it's a couple of things. Um, I'm a big believer in phone consultations, but the truth of the matter is every once in a while, I won't do a phone consultation. I will just straight send the proposal. And the reason that I feel confident in doing that is my website is very clear about who I am and what I offer. So even though I like to get on the phone with with clients, with potential clients, to make sure that we jive, to make sure that, you know, I'm a good fit for them, what it is that they're wanting is what I offer. The truth is I've done such a good job on my website. For me, it's not a necessity. Like when people contact me, They have seen the documentary style photos or the films that I provide. They have seen tons of videos of me and my family and films that I've done for other people. 
And so it's not as much a get to know you as it was a few years ago. Whereas now when I have a phone call with a client, I'm basically just assuring them that they're making a good decision and that, you know, this is in fact what they want versus me trying to convince them to hire me or, you know, introduce them to me so that they can get to know me. I put a lot of stuff on social media. I put a lot of stuff on my website and I do that on purpose so that when I do show up at a client's house, they feel like they know me already. So it's a piece of the puzzle. Yeah, it's just a piece of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. So how did you land on Dubsado? Like you talked about bouncing around to different CRMs and I did the same thing and now mm -hmm. I'm very happily on Dubsado, but I think that that's another place where people get tripped up. They, it's like the analysis paralysis of the options that we have. 100%. So I've said it a few times in other places, but I like to say it every time I have the opportunity. If you are a photographer and you are selling visual deliverables, photos or video, there is absolutely no reason that you should not choose Dubsado for the exact same reason that I did. With Dubsado, you have the maximum design capabilities of any other CRM that a photographer considers. So in my proposal, one of the reasons that it gets them over the finish line so quickly is my proposal has example photos. It has example films that I've made. It has frequently asked questions. It has an about me section. It's basically a website that doubles as my booking form so that if they actually had any doubt, by the time they open the proposal, they see themselves in the photographs that are inside the proposal, they get to watch another film, they read the frequently asked questions, and then at the bottom, there's the space for them to just fill out their information and hit next to go to the contract. So that's the number one reason that I switched to Dubsado. I will say, I miss Tave probably every week, and I probably always will. Tave had amazing reporting, but when it came down to the thing, again, that gets me the client, Reporting doesn't get me the client. That's a great point. A beautiful proposal gets me the client and gets me paid. So I switched to Dubsado and I just had to find other ways to get the same kind of reporting that I was getting out of Tave. That's very similar to like the journey that I've had. I was on Pixify before mm -hmm. Dubsado and they had very robust reporting. Like I, I really didn't need, I mean, I probably did, but I, I, I didn't feel like I needed something like a QuickBooks because mm -hmm. it was so comprehensive. Dubsado is not that way. Um, but the benefits far outweigh that like one thing, especially when you can have something like a QuickBooks to kind of make up for it. 100%. I have QuickBooks and I have a bookkeeper. Yes. <laughs> so same, same. I pay them their money. And I am able to pay them their money because so many people pay me my money and become <laughs> clients in Dubsado. So it's like a win-win situation. Yes, we love it. We love it. So can you walk through your proposal to onboarding process so we can kind of get an idea of when you say automations, what okay. does that look like? So actually, I'm going to start before the proposal. So I have three different contact forms on my website. Someone asked me this the other day, so I just want to put it out there. I'm only able to do that because I have show it there's a contact form on each canvas. But the reason that I've done that is I have three distinct kind of clients. I have family and newborn clients. I have commercial clients. And then I have people who want mentoring or want to hire me for Dubsado setups. I have a whole new website for that. But some people still get there from the photography side. So they fill out my contact form. They automatically get a reply from me. And that automated reply says, this is an automated reply. <laughs> I just want to make sure that they know, hey, I didn't sit on the computer and email you three seconds after you, <laughs> after you inquired. 
So that email gives them a few links to look at on my website. It also gives them the opportunity to schedule a call if they're feeling excited and they just wanna go ahead and take the next step. So that's an automated email. The next step for me is manual. I open up the project in Dubsado, I read what they put on their contact form, and I figure out if it's a good fit or if I'm available or what the next step should be. Like for example, if someone's coming to Colorado for a vacation and they want me to document their family, but I am going to be out of state that entire time, there's no need to even go through the process. I just send them an email that says, hey, I would love to do this, but I will not be here. If you ever come through Colorado again, please, you know, check me out again. But if it's something that I offer, what happens next really depends on my workload. If I am not busy or I feel like I should have a conversation with them, I send them a scheduler. If I'm really busy and I mean, to be honest, I don't care if they book one way or the other, I just go straight to the proposal. Because if they're a good fit, the proposal is going to get them to um, pay. It's gonna get them to be a client. So I send that out, that's a manual email. Now, almost everything else that happens after I send the proposal manually is automated. So if they get the proposal and two days later, they have not completed the booking, they automatically get a reminder that's like, hey, just making sure you got this proposal. If you have any questions, let me know. If we need to have a call, you know, I could send a scheduler. I don't in that email, but it references the scheduler that I probably sent them before. Then another three days pass. If they have still not completed booking, I actually get a to-do task in my email that's like, hey, it's been five days and -and so-and-so hasn't booked. You might want to check in. Then I go to a workflow and I send a templated email that's already there. I just add in a few personal details. Like if they told me that they're having a baby in July, if I haven't already told them, I would say, hey, I'm a July baby. Anything that I can do to forge a personal connection with them. I type a few sentences, I hit send. If another three days go by and they still have not booked, then I have something called the magic email. It is very rude (laughs) and very terse on purpose. Because at this point, it's not that I want them to become a client necessarily, I just need closure. So the magic email is like, hey, things might've changed. Your proposal ends today. No further action is required from you. If you change your mind in the future, please reach out for updated pricing and availability. That is very important because I want them to know if you come to me in three months, my availability is not gonna be the same and the price is probably gonna be higher. Brilliant. So that's my magic email. If they still haven't booked at that point, Dubsado automatically archives them two days later. So I don't have to worry about that anymore. Now, if they book is where more of the automated magic happens. So if someone books me, my system automatically sends them an email that says, oh, I'm so happy that we're gonna be working together just to let you know this is the next step. And for my family clients, it's just to tell them, hey, you will get a client questionnaire automatically three weeks before your session date. This helps us plan our time together. If you have any questions between now and then, please feel free to reach out. So that's the first automated email. The second automated email is the one that actually sends them the questionnaire. If they have not filled out the questionnaire in four days after it automatically sends to them, they get a reminder that's like, hey, This is an important part of the process. I can't show up at your house to document activities if we haven't talked about them. Please take 10 minutes and fill out this questionnaire. When they complete the questionnaire, they automatically get an email that's like, thanks, I'm gonna look over your responses in the next 24 to 48 hours, 
and then I'm going to reach out to discuss a plan. Now, sometimes I send them an email that's just like, this is our plan. We will start at 10 a.m. Other times I reach out and I'm like, hey, we should probably hop on a phone, chat about which activities are best. Before the session, they get a reminder of the time and the day again. And then we have the session. It's amazing. The day after the session, I have an email that is automated or it's not, depending on if they're going to get a sneak peek. Mm -hmm. Um, I switch to simple sales for my family sessions. And so sometimes I don't always send out sneak peeks. But if I am going to send a sneak peek, that email is, it has an approval button on it. So just to put it out there, guys, you do not have to send every email in Dubsado automatically. There is an amazing approval button. So if there's any email that you want to put your eyes on before it goes out, or if you feel like it's an email that you need to customize, you just click the button or click the checkbox that says require approval, and then that email won't go out. It will be sitting there waiting for you to look at it, but it will not go out automatically. And the rest of my process after that is semi-automated. I mean, I have templates that automatically load. Um, One tells them how they will receive their gallery. Another one gives them my favorite products that they can purchase in the store, things like that. And then again, as I mentioned earlier, once I'm in the delivery phase, I actually move over to pick time Mm -hmm. and they have automated emails in pick time that my clients will get in order to walk them through the collection purchase process and then also how to buy their products and services or products and um, digital images. So there's so many automations that you have that are very clearly like the point is to save you time, but there's still, you still have a lot of control with like mm-hmm. approving things or, um, you know, sending almost like different journeys, depending on the type of session that you have. So there's still a lot of customization here. A lot of customization. And guys, I want to say something. It saves you time, but nobody ever considers the time that it saves you just in being able to see what's happened. So for example, if you're still not in a CRM and you're sending your emails through Gmail and you're like, oh, I don't know if I sent so-and-so this email. You have to go inside Gmail and like search for their name and like open every single email that you sent them. Versus in Devsado, when you go to the projects and you go to the email tab, you can see every single email that you've sent. If you go to the forms tab, you can see all the forms that have been loaded into their project and whether or not they have been sent they have been completed, like all that good stuff. So as much as I love the templates and things like that to save me time, it also saves me time because I'm getting old guys and I can't keep all of the client information in my head anymore. And so if I'm ever like, well, I wonder if they got that questionnaire or did so-and-so answer this email, I can always go back to Dubsado into their project and look very quickly rather than going into PayPal to see if they paid an invoice or searching in Gmail to see if I sent them an email or if they replied to a certain email. There is, <laughs> there is so much value in having your client communication and information centralized in somewhere that you can look at very quickly. That's such a great point. I think for me, it also, I am the person who gets behind on email. And I think a lot of that is that when emails land in my inbox, I like, I spend too much time being like, how do I respond? And what do I say? (laughs) You know, and that is so much better. I mean, I still struggle, but that's so much better now because I'm like, oh, if they are interested in brand photography, I just send them this templated thing. I can customize a little bit and Mm -hmm. then we're good to go. And that's what Dubsado is. It's like all of these responses that are already done for you. You don't have to think about it. 
Correct. And girl, I mean, you said that, you know, you struggle with what to say. That is never my problem. <laughs> my problem is that when I get an email, I'm constantly looking at it when I'm waking up in the morning or Ooh, when I'm yeah. cooking dinner. And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to get to that in a little while. <laughs> also, <laughs> guys, I mean, I used to hold all this stuff in my head and I just can't anymore. And so if I don't do it like right then and there, I totally forget about it. But at least Dubsado saves me in that respect, because if I get a lead, you know, it's sitting in the needs response project status. And so then I know, oh, you know, this person needs a follow up. I can go in there and quickly send it within five seconds and then move on to the next task. But I mean, I really wish that there is something else that I could do with my emails because so often and honestly, for my VIP days, I created a whole support ticketing system, told my clients, this is for you. No, this is for me. Because when you guys are sending me these requests in email and I don't answer them immediately, I forget about them. Yeah. But if they're in Airtable, I can clearly see that you have not received a response to your support ticket. And so then I can go in there and get that settled up. That's so smart. Yeah, I just, I had a email the other day that came in through, it didn't come in through Dubsado. And so it wasn't in my typical system. And I went to respond or I was just going through my email and I realized I hadn't responded. And like, I read it on my phone and was like, I will respond tomorrow. No, I won't. No, no I won't. won't. <laughs> of course I didn't. Well, and so Maddie, this brings up a really good point because one of the things that people ask me is, oh, but Coley, what if the lead doesn't come in off my website? What if yeah. it's not in Dubsado? What if, what if they DM me? Guys, you need to push people where you want them to be. So in that case, you've got two options. Like with Dubsado, if they're in your Instagram DMs, you can give them a link to your contact form on your website and say, go fill this out. Or you could just ask them, hey, what's your email address? And I'll send you the information. Mm. You go into Dubsado, you open the project, you put in their name and email, and then you just start the project as if they had filled out your contact form. Or if you are going straight to a proposal, I mean, I don't know, let's say that it was like a mini session or something that you didn't need to have a conversation on. In Dubsado, you can make public links to where if you give someone a public link and they fill it out, it creates the project in that, um, you know, in those steps. And so there are multiple ways to get people into your CRM if they don't fill out your traditional method, which is contact form on your website, and then they get entered into Dubsado automatically. Those public links are awesome. I, I've so heard, amazing. Yeah, they're great. They're great. Especially so, for many sessions, which I don't offer, yes. but for all you yeah. photographers that want to do that kind of thing. Yes, you can have a fully automated booking process where you don't have to spend any time with your mini session clients. Because I mean, let's be honest, they're not paying you <laughs> to spend a lot of time with them. So you really do need that process to be quick and efficient just to get you paid and then you move on. Absolutely. So, so much of this comes back to having boundaries in your business. Like, you know, if someone's texting you or someone's DMing you and being able to say like, fill out this form or taking it into your own hands. Um, but I think a big reason why I like automations is because there's some, I don't know, it kind of allows for you to have boundaries in your business that you don't necessarily, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like you're. <laughs> sticking to them as much? Like, how, how am I trying to say that? Like <laughs> when, it, when it's like an automated thing that goes out, I think it's a bit easier to remember that that is a boundary that you have in your business, that you're mm -hmm. not responding to emails at every waking hour. 
um, that you're not like so in the weeds that you forget that you actually have 10 other clients at any Mm -hmm. one time. So what are some ways that you have found that setting up automations like this can help with business boundaries? I mean, we talked about Disneyland girl. I mean, when I'm actually in the park, I ignore all client, you know, I have different accounts. (laughs) I am ignoring all the ones that are related to photography 100%. The ones that are related to Dubsado, I'm only looking at the one that's related to like support tickets, right? But like, it allows me to not worry about my business when I'm inside Disneyland for eight hours. Because I know that if someone is coming in for a new lead, they're automatically getting my response. And that has given them other things to look at. Like it gives them films to watch or blog posts to read or something like that. So I know that I am continuing the conversation with them, even if I am not actually the thing that's doing it. It's my system that's doing it for me. And so like that's one of the big benefits of like CRMs and automations in general is it keeps you on track. It makes sure that all of your incoming clients are getting a consistent experience, Mm. but it's also making them feel taken care of because as a consumer, nothing gets me angrier than when I apply to work with someone and they don't have an automated response and I don't hear from them for days. Yeah. Because it comes back to me like, did I do something wrong? Did I not fill out the form correctly? And then I'm like, oh, well, should I fill it out again? So I do feel that automations in a way ease anxiety on both the client's perspective as well as your own. One of my favorite things to include in an automation is just a very simple, like you will hear from me within 48 hours. Always next steps. That should always be the very last line of any email that you're sending. So like, for example, when my clients fill out the questionnaire, the last line says, I'm going to review your responses within the next 24 to 48 hours, and then we're going to chat about it. Or when they get my automated response to an inquiry, it's, hey, take a look at these things. If you're feeling excited and you want to schedule a call, click here. Otherwise, I will respond to you in the next 24 hours. Always tell them when they should hear from you next so that they're not sitting there like, hmm, well, you know, is she going to think I'm too eager if I email her now or, you know, so that your clients are not wondering what the next step is and when they will hear from you again. That also helps us as the service provider, because I know I've had boundaries. Yes, boundaries. (laughs) And then understanding like if you have a client that inquires and then like kind of ghosts you or isn't responding, like if they know, hey, I'll be in touch by Friday if I don't hear from you, Mm -hmm. that just makes it more clear. I've had so many of my like coaching clients say, okay, this client kind of ghosted me. But I like, when should I reach out to them again? And what do I do now? Well, yeah, no, you just tell them in the previous email so that it doesn't also seem like you're hounding them. Like, like, for example, I just had someone that booked one of my yearbooks and that's like three sessions in a year for her newborn. And when we had a chat, she said she was going to discuss it with her husband that night. And I said, okay, if I don't hear from you in three days, I'm just going to pop back in your inbox to check back in. I popped back in three days later. And within three hours, I had a paid invoice. Yep. Like, Guys, sometimes people are not ghosting you because they don't want your services. Sometimes people are just taking their time or they have forgotten to complete that last step because they have lives, they have Mm -hmm. children, they have jobs. (laughs) And so you are not hounding them when you are checking in. You are doing a service for them so that if you were actually a priority on their list, they don't feel bad later when they're like, oh man, I really forgot to do this and I forgot. Or, you know, because guys, I mean, I forget so many things now. Oh my God. I appreciate. And here's the thing. 
I don't know how you guys feel about, you know, reminders for calls. I got to say, a few years ago, I would have thought that five reminders for a phone call was a lot. Now I'm like, I will be sitting at my computer with Zoom open, ready to log in at the time. And I start answering emails or I start chatting with someone. And all of a sudden I look up and I'm five minutes late. Mm -hmm. Like I appreciate the reminders, guys. So take it from me. Your clients will appreciate the check-in. And as I've said, like right before that magic email, at that point, it's not that I'm constantly contacting them so that they book. It's I'm constantly contacting them so I get closure, so yeah. that something is not left open where we don't have a resolution. So by telling them, hey, your offer ends today, if you change your mind in the future, happy to chat with you again. But that way you and your client both have closure and it's not this open-ended thing that's just sitting in Dubsado, you know, not a client not quite sure if they're still a lead and it's just hanging out in your project statuses. Oh my gosh. My mind is spinning with things that I'm like already wanting to change in my own <laughs> workflows just from this conversation. I'm so excited to work with you. Yay! <laughs> okay. So if someone is just getting started on the automations front, maybe they're a new Dubsado user and they've just kind of been sitting on it because it's overwhelming. What's the first automation that you recommend someone set up? I know it's hard to narrow it down. Oh, it's not hard. Oh, okay. <laughs> so actually, I'm going to take one step back, Maddie. First of all, you starting to put systems in your business, the tech is not where you start. You mm -hmm. actually start at your desk with a piece of paper, and I want you to write out every single email that you would send a potential client before they book. So that automated inquiry, the one where you send the offer, the follow-ups, you should write down that list. Then you should actually sit at a computer and type those emails out. This is before you even think about automating everything. You yeah. should get the things created because then when you go to the tech like Dubsado or another CRM, all you're doing is connecting things instead of trying to create them and automate them at the same time. Mm. But very first thing that you should create, guys, and I'm, I'm talking about it in order, uh, you do your automatic inquiry, your automatic response to an inquiry. That should, at bare minimum, thank them for their inquiry, tell them something else that they can do before you get back to them and then tell them when they're going to hear from you. Those three things are the most important part of the automated response to an inquiry. The second part that you should automate is the proposal process. Now, if you're not a Dubsado user, that's okay. I won't hate you. Every single CRM has a proposal or a quote um, system. That is where you automatically connect the offer to the contract, to the electronic invoice. I am still getting emails where people are sending those three things separately. Yeah. And there is no reason. You are creating booking friction if you send someone one part and wait for them to complete it and then send them part two and then wait for them to complete it. And please don't send all three at once. <laughs> I actually had that happen recently. Do not send all three at once because what happens is when someone gets those three emails in their inbox, they're starting from the top and they're working their way down. Yep. So they actually pay your invoice before they read your contract, which is not a good feeling. Okay, guys. So if you only use a CRM for the automated response and the three-step automated booking process, it is worth its weight in gold. Mm -hmm. That will pay you because you will have solved the biggest problem that photographers and entrepreneurs in general have, which is getting your leads into clients. Mm -hmm. Now, 
what you do after that, hey, you have tons of time to build that out. You can go through a few clients and figure out how many automated emails you want, what kind of forms you need to send them. But if you just sit down today, if you do not have a CRM and do your automated response and do your proposal so that you can get people booked in five minutes, that will pay for itself. I mean, that will pay for an entire year with the first client that you book. It's amazing. Oh, so good. I love what you say about Dubsado being like a virtual assistant that you don't have to pay what you yes. because you pay $40 a month instead yeah. of $35 an hour. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And before I had a team, it was me and Dubsado. Like that was it. And it worked. Well, and hold on, Maddie, let's talk about this because we've really had this conversation for like the beginner people, but let's actually take a step forward and talk about people like you and me. We both do coaching. You know, we both have other aspects of our business. If you do not have a CRM and you are at a different level of business and you are thinking about a virtual assistant, you should actually start with a CRM. Mm, you yeah. should start with a CRM, not because it's cheaper, but because if you can set your things up in a CRM, it is much easier to hire a VA to run it because you already have your systems together. Now, I will say some people that I've helped thought they needed a virtual assistant. And after we got Dubsado set up, they actually didn't. Like the things that they were running into, making sure that the clients were getting all the emails, following up with leads that didn't turn into clients. All of those things can be done with Dubsado in an automated or with approvals. So if you are getting to a, another level, if you're starting to scale, if we want to use that word, start with a CRM. And then in three months, if you still feel like you need a virtual assistant, by all means, hire a virtual assistant. But by having all of those things inside a CRM, it is going to make the onboarding of any virtual assistant or any team member in general a much easier process. Yeah, it's it's so true. Having those types of things documented before you start growing your team makes it so much less painful to grow mm -hmm. the team. <laughs> and I mean, you never know. Once you have all those things done in a CRM and you hire team members, they might give you insight and help you improve those systems. But by starting with those base level of systems, you know, it makes working together so much faster and so much more efficient. I feel like we would be doing a disservice at this point if we didn't talk about like what you offer in terms of like Dubsado setup and your VIP days and that okay. type of thing, especially because VIP days are kind of like a new industry thing that's happening mm -hmm. that I'm very excited about. So you can uh, you talk about that. I know I'm excited to hear more about your VIP days, yes. but guys. Let's talk about VIP days. So I, you know, I was in the done in a day program with Jordan Gill. And I will say, I don't think I'd heard of a VIP day before 2021. Like I didn't really know what that was. But what I realize now is that VIP days are good for the client, but they're really good for me. Like it is great that when I sit down to work with a client, I am giving you my 100% focused attention for that day. So I'm not trying to manage multiple clients. I'm not getting distracted by, you know, cooking my family dinner or doing any of these things. I'm sitting down and I'm working specifically with you. And that helps you get whatever the thing is that you need done faster. But it also makes me way more efficient because when you're trying to, to manage multiple clients, you know, things get lost, <laughs> things get forgotten. Um, but in terms of what I offer, I'm now doing a two day setup for Dubsado users. And what it ends up being is one day of strategy and audit, and then a second day of implementation. So that first day is where we talk about every single part of your business. 
I want to understand how you get paid, who your clients are, where you're currently struggling and getting leads to turn into clients, all of these things. We sit down, we think about all the emails to send, basically what I told you to do if you're starting, all the emails that you need, all the forms that you need. And then on implementation day is when I myself create all of those things and then make it all come together with, you know, automated magic. That's what I offer as my VIP day um, process right now. I also have a course for photographers. So I do want to say there are some people that prefer to do it with some handholding so that they know the ins and outs of their system. I have several students who have done it. You know, they've run through it and they have been happier because they learned how to do it. But I gave them my system with all the templates and all the emails. And basically they go in and they just do the system themselves. So I do have both of those offers for um, photographers. If, you know, the CRM checking it off of your list has been there for like six months and it's still not done. Guys, that is six months of wasted energy and so many more leads that you could have turned into clients and so much more time that you could have saved for yourself to go to Disneyland. Exactly. Well, we'll link to all of those things in the show notes. Where can people find you and follow along? Uh, Guys, Instagram, Coley James. If you're scared of cussing, don't come follow me. Otherwise, (laughs) I am very amusing. I usually greet my people with a hello video every morning. Um, I do all of the popular reels, so they're pretty funny to watch. Um, But yeah, I I really hang out on Instagram. I mean, does anybody still hang out on Facebook anymore? I don't think so. So it's just not a happy place. (laughs) (laughs) Or my website is coleyjames.com. Awesome. Coley, thank you so much for being here today. This was a wonderful conversation and I know everyone will have great takeaways. So thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you for having me, Maddie. Thank you so much for listening to Take It Personally. If you're a regular listener, you might already know that some of the best conversations actually happen after the show. Head over to Facebook and search Take It Personally podcast to join our private Facebook group and join the conversation. We'll also put the link in the show notes. And if you haven't already, would you head over to iTunes and leave us a review? This is the best way to let other people know about the show and help us to keep creating content you love. You can also head to takeitpersonallypodcast.com for all the show notes from today's episode and past episodes. Thanks so much for listening. See you next week.